He's out. Kick coffee. Baseball. Coffee. Baseball. You don't matter. Welcome back. Coffee and baseball. We've poured it up. We've listened to our excellent theme song, which is only getting better by the episode. Uh, it's Coffee and Baseball. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Bernie. And I am Ryan. And it is 2023, right? It's 2023. I don't know. We made it. Uh, hardly what day it is, let alone the year. But I think we're rolling into what? Season three? Are we season three? Are we? This is four is this four 2020 wow. 2021 we should know this is season four amazing look season at this four we're, we're calling it officially we don't even know this just it kind of sets out how well we do our organization around here um but we are back season four we are live we took a long hiatus there mm. we apologize it but... was like a month it wasn't the worst thing. I feel like it was it was too long. Are you trying to say you missed me, Ryan? <laughs> I did. I actually did miss you. This is the <laughs> highlight of my week. When yeah, we, when we too. stay weekly, you know. Me but. too. It's 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 just such a lovely way to start the day. It's just it's it, it. I would do a version of this podcast every day if I didn't have to post him. <laughs> if yeah. We, if if we had didn't have other jobs. Mm-hmm. And could be paid for this. I'm in. I'm in. If our other job started at like noon every day, oh, I yeah. would do this. I would do this once a day. I'd come up with a top. I'd shorten the episodes, but I, oh, I'd come up with a 30 minute topic every day. Absolutely. So before we dive into regular baseball, real baseball, <laughs> real baseball, uh, Bernie, take us through uh, the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. The expert here. World Baseball Classic, you know, I've 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 listened to a lot of other baseball content uh, over the past like month or so. So like it's to the point where I'm almost sick of hearing about the World Baseball Classic. Funny enough, um, but I I'm I've been one of the biggest evangelists of this of this event. Is evangelist or a supporter? That's correct. Correct. I'm biggest fan of of this tournament really since '06, since the inception. Um, and then uh, I just like I, I remember like I I went to the uh, to the finals in 2017. Uh, Is that the footage of you we see all over? That's the footage of, of me uh, on on people like Will Smith's Instagram, and and I was all over the, the broadcast because me and my friend sat front row. Um, I, rem- I I so I have memories of this is like a I don't even know if this is interesting or not but I remember in 2013 just about 2013 I was at one of my partners uh, at my job was was Major League Baseball um, the Hall of Fame so I did a couple different Hall of Fame uh, events and um, I met a guy from MLB marketing in 2013 I remember talking to him and being like hey man like I love the World Baseball Classic, but like, why isn't it working? And he got like very defensive and was like, "It's doing great numbers internationally." And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry." And like, I, like, I was trying to connect with the guy and like more or less like leverage a, a job basically with baseball. That wasn't a very and he thought I was like job, he thought I was shitting on him. I was like trying to be like, "No, dude, like I love the World Baseball Classic. Like, what do we got to do? You know, you're in marketing, but." Uh, 
I went actually this year. I went to the to the USA Venezuela semifinal or quarterfinal. The game, the just like the the great back and forth game where Trey Turner in the eighth inning uh, hit a go ahead uh, grand slam. Trey showing and, that that uh, contract is going to be a steal. Oh my God! Is a it ever steal? Of a contract, uh, a little bit of a little bit of dad humor there because he steals bases. Um, you know, yeah, I would love to just recap the the World Baseball Classic in like two different ways. Number one, which is to say, I think this was the best. Like, this is one of the best. Like, we'll, we'll call it like postseason type tournaments that I've ever seen of baseball. Uh, just between USA and Venezuela in the quarterfinals, and then Japan Mexico in the semifinals. And then ironically, the, the final, which was great baseball, USA versus Japan, and everyone was playing really well. Just no, nobody could get any you know runners off the base paths. Uh, I think it, the number was like USA stranded seven runners in scoring position, <sighs> or Japan stranded seven U.S. runners in scoring position. U.S. stranded four Japanese runners. There was no I was like, nobody sounds, scored. Sounds like the uh, 2022 Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, a lot of hits, not a lot of runs. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Ryan. Um, no, it was a great game. It had the storybook ending of Shohei Otani pitching and Mike Trout hitting. Um, and it was, Ryan, I don't know if you've seen the like YouTube video of the full at-bat, but do yourself a favor and watch it because it's not like, bam, action. That's so cool. But like just watching Otani attack Mike Trout, like oh, yeah. 102 on the gun, 87 yeah. on the slider. It's amazing. Um what a great tournament! Uh, yeah, I don't even need and 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 Randy Arozarena in the in the semifinals, uh, Mexico Japan, just just coming back and reminding the world that like he's he's probably the most fun baseball player on the planet to watch. Like just making amazing catches in the outfield, giving all the attitude, sign, signing baseballs like mid play, like like talking to the fans. Like it was, I was watching him on TV. Just like I can't believe this dude is like having this much fun in the outfield right now. Like I wish every major league baseball game was like this. Uh, so yeah, was, I would say uh, the world yeah. baseball classic does a really good job of making the games feel like a party, you know, mm-hmm. like you see everybody mm-hmm. in the stands having a good time. I also yes. think that has a lot to do with uh, other countries are better fans than we are. Uh, they confirmed. Have, <laughs> they have a lot more fun. I mean, you know, soccer, or I should say football games as point. Um, they are just better fans. They have more fun. They mm. enjoy the game more. So we we could use a little bit of that. Here. Yeah, I, I would I would like hard agree with that. Having been to USA Puerto Rico, like I said in 2017, and then USA Venezuela this time around, it's it's so much fun to watch those fans, and they have all these songs that are like. Because USA, we just kind of chant USA over and over. That's that's kind of our only thing. And you really like... It's the only song we can handle to remember is the yes. same word repeated. But it's kind of... It's times. it's a very, like, peak energy chant. So, like, we'll chant it, but we'll chant it... Like, we won't chant it with the bases loaded 0-0 zero, zero count. We'll chant it with the bases loaded, like, 2-2 two, two count. Yeah. So like, yeah. it's not like there weren't U.S. fans in the stands versus Venezuela. Like there were probably it was probably one third U.S., two thirds Venezuela, if I had to guess. But the 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 problem is that Venezuela just had all these different like basically songs you could sing. Oh yeah. So they were constant. Whereas U.S. was oh okay, 
the next one to three pitches <laughs> is going to be the difference maker. Let's sir. start chanting. You will sir. Yeah. So have you ever was, been to uh, an LAFC game? No, I have not. Do they sing? Uh, you should do yourself a favor at some point and go. You can sit anywhere. It's great. But at the end of uh, the pitch, one side pitch. is a standing uh, only section. It's the, yeah. whole, it's the whole side, you know, so it's not like small. It's big. And they stand the whole game. And they have their arms around each other, and they have smoke uh, things, and they sing, and they jump, and they have dances, and the whole entire game feels like they practiced their routine before they got there. And it's just because, as you say, there are songs, there are dances, Mm. there are things, and it takes you through the entire game. And it's the most incredible. I found myself watching them over the game at points because it is just so much fun. That's awesome. Yeah, the um, the best hockey game I've ever been to. I forget if I told you the story or not. It was uh, I, I grew up in DC and it's a cap. The Washington Capitals had oh, yeah. a preseason game. My buddy, my buddy bought or his family kind of bought enough. This was I was in high school. His family bought enough tickets officially through the Capitals that like they threw him a bone of like, hey. For the preseason, like, here's some great seats, like, on the ice, like, on the glass. So we're, like, whatever, second or third row. Preseason, you know, like, oh, it'll be fun. It'll be cool. We go there, and the Capitals had this really famous German goalie uh, in, like, the 90s, Olaf Kolzig. Uh, and I guess it was his last, like, it was his last season, but it was really just going to be his last preseason, and then he was going to retire before the season. So we go, and we're sitting there in, like, amazing seats watching this preseason game. And we just see this section way up in the nosebleeds going apeshit. And we're like looking up there and it's literally the only section in the stadium that's packed. It's every single seat there, or not every single, like the vast majority of the seats there are filled. And it's all these German fans singing songs, going crazy, whatever. We literally left our, our, our glass seats to go to the nosebleeds to join the Germans in song. It was the most fun I've had at a, at a hockey game. So and I've been to a Stanley Cup Finals. Basically, to put game. a bow on this, American fans, pick up your game. Mm. We have to do better. Pick up your game. Yeah, we should probably get back to baseball. The only other quick point I wanted to make was that I wanted to rank this in terms of the World Baseball Classics, and I think that this is number one. And then I would actually throw uh, twenty. I think it was twenty thirteen, the year that that the DR won. As number two, and then I would throw the USA win in 2017 as number three on my all-time right. World Baseball Classics. All Sorry, right. Japan, but the first the first two weren't fun. The nobody nobody was taking it as seriously as you guys, unfortunately. Well, with all that being said, as we get closer to MLB baseball, you know, before we dive into our early prediction stuff, let's kind of wrap up. Not even wrap up. Let's discuss some of the. Uh, off-season, early-season, preseason, whatever you want to call it, injuries and, and moves mm. that we've seen. The most devastating injury on my side, uh, <laughs> Gavin Lux finally getting his opportunity to be the starting shortstop for the Dodgers, putting in all this work, uh, stumbles on the base path and tears ACL and MCL, I believe, or MCL strain. Oh, really? It's like... I mean, it's the whole um, thing's out for the entire season. 
Didn't even play a single game. Uh, I believe you say his name of the Phillies. How do you say his name? Reese Hoskins. Is out with an ACL tear uh, for the entire season. Yeah. Um, the little short guy that plays on the Astros. Jose Altuve. Yeah, I know his name. I'm not going to say it. Uh, he breaks his hand, but I think he's only out for like two weeks. Isn't that what they say? No, it it's two, two months? months. It's oh, two, two months. months. It's, he'll be out for a while. Um, any other injuries I'm missing here that were? Those key? are like the big ones. Everybody else that's major injured is just like coming back from Tommy John surgery or something to that effect. Yeah, Bueller's um, still out for the entire season. Yeah, things like that. Uh, yeah, which, I know, is which is kind of a bigger storyline than people think about. He's yeah, they, kind of. They he's kind of a very quiet contract, stud. though, so that he'll. I think they've. I think they signed another two-year deal or something like that. So when he comes back, oh, he's really? still a Dodger. Yeah, like I don't think they're going to let him meander off. You know, yeah. I think they'll they'll do a, a job of uh, keeping him. Um, the other random thing uh, we, I, we both had predictions about what would happen with Trevor Bauer. Would a we team did. take a flyer on him, or would he end up playing overseas? And I don't remember what our predictions were. I, I remember what mine was. I don't remember what yours was. But I, I was under the impression that we had both agreed that we thought he was probably going to go play in Japan or Korea. I, I feel and I know you thought that. I can't remember if that's what I thought. Um, I here's here's my guess, and we could go back and listen to the episode, but God knows we won't. I think. Whatever you said, I then said my thing, and you were like, I like that take. I think that's what's going to happen. I think you changed to agreeing with me. That sounds about right. That That sounds sounds like a very us move to have two opinions and then hear each other out and then agree on one of the two, which is like like the anti-ESPN. And where uh, where did he He is going to Yokohama. Oh, yeah. Which the... is in, I think it's in Japan. Yes, yes it is in correct. Japan. So he's going to a job. Because I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I guessed Korea just because the KBO was more yeah. on my mind. Um, but Japan's got to. You know what's funny? I actually don't know what's a quote-unquote bigger league, the Japanese league or the I don't the either. Korean. I don't either. And it'll be, it'll be really interesting to see um, what his career path is right like does he go over there for a year he kind of disappears he does well and someone takes a flyer on him or is this it is he one of those american stars that goes and plays uh baseball overseas for the remainder of his career i i personally think he's going to be overseas for the rest of his career i think that it's just it, like we've talked about this so many times yeah. and i think the best point that we've made is it's kind of the pro sports landscape of America where I'm I'm no longer here to debate what happened or, or what he did or what the right punishment is. I think at the end of the day, it's just the the heat of it all. There's just too much heat on him. It's just not whatever you think due process or, you know, victims, whatever. Yep. I just think that there's no major league team that's going to deal with that. I think it's I, just I think so as well. I'm like, uh, I, I can't imagine that any team is going to. Again, maybe a couple years goes by. He doesn't. He stays out of the headlines. Blah, blah, blah. But I, I feel like his kind of 
I feel like he was too much trouble to deal with prior to this. That's where um, I disagree. That but I, continue. but <laughs> I'm saying in teams' heads, right? That like, yeah, he fair. was kind of a pain in the ass to deal with, and they're like, eh. uh, but enough about him. We've talked about him plenty. Too much. A uh, couple other quick things that we should touch on. Uh, one that we're going to really debate here in a moment, which is Please. the rules and uh, the new rules. Uh, I just saw an article this morning that I had to bring up. Because I feel like I've seen this every year for a bit now. Is Cody Bellinger going to return to form, Bernie? That's a great question. And I'll tell you right now, no other podcast that you're going to listen to about baseball is going gonna, is gonna to go number one topic, World Baseball Classic, but who cares? Number two topic, where's Trevor Power going? <laughs> number three, will Cody Bellinger return to form? Those are... That, I, I'm going to promise you no other baseball show is doing that. This is show. why we <laughs> This differ. is why. <laughs> this is <laughs> why we are better. By the way, we went through injuries in there, too. That was two. Two was I'm injuries. Sorry. I'm sorry. It was quick, though. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but we obviously <laughs> are lacking a run of show today, and I am scrolling through uh, things that I remember we're supposed to touch on and uh, have found. So it's a little, yeah. you know. No, that's great. Um, scattered. Uh, will Bellinger return to form? The answer is uh, not the form that that the casual fan will remember, right? Like he was too good, too young. So he's always going to be compared to when he was, I think, when he was twenty three, I believe, or twenty two, and he hit the fifty seven bombs, and he had that great on base plus slugging, and he was amazing, and he, they switched him over to center field, and blah blah blah. He's never gonna be that again. Just it just doesn't seem practical, right? Like it's a prediction, but it's probably not gonna happen. There's a world where he could get up to 250 again and hit maybe maybe 30 home runs. I mean, and to me, that's a that's all star caliber. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I could see him return to all star form. If I'm not mistaken, he's like 28. I don't think he's, he's that old. That, what what scares me is that you usually go. To the Dodgers or to the Giants, let's say, to, get fixed. to resurrect your yep. career. You don't usually leave the Dodgers to figure it out. So, you know, is it impossible? No, not, not. It's, it's super within the realm. Do I think it's likely? I mean, who knows? Maybe he just needs a whole season of at-bats to figure it out. Because, uh, you know, with the Dodgers, there's always the pressure of being yanked against lefties or or you know substituted out in the eighth when you need run there's there's all these different you know or oh you're not starting today but you know we'll have you play defense in the seventh there's a lot of like stuff that they're tinkering with whereas i think the cubs just kind of need bodies out there they're kind of the cubs are in this weird thing where they're rebuilding but they're not so i i i'm excited because i think that when bellinger's to inform inform to form whatever yeah. when he regains form if he returns it's, to form. When he right. returns to form, he's a really fun player to watch. Um, I'm rooting for him. I, I, I think that you'll see a, a little resurgence, but I don't think it's going to be anything close to, to the Cody Bellinger that we want to see. I don't think so either. I think he, I think the Cubs will help him. I think taking the spotlight out of L.A. Mm-hmm. is a good thing. Um, I think when he's great, the spotlight in L.A. is great. I think when you're not great, the spotlight in L.A. sucks. Um, and so hopefully taking some of that pressure off of him 
and put him on a team like the Cubs that has no real intention of succeeding this year, maybe that's... Yeah, I hear what you're saying. They're kind of... And the NL Central is kind of a winnable division, even Mm -hmm. though the longer that World Baseball Classic went on, the more the Cardinals just looked like world beaters. Um, So we'll kind of see. But that NL Central is a... There's not a clear... There's not a clear good team to me. Like, there's a clear best team within there, but I don't know if that best team is actually going to be competitive with, like, a Yankees or with a Dodgers, let's say. Correct. So Correct. We'll kind of see. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, what, what else? What other topics do we have today? Uh, the last one that I just wanted to touch on before we dive into our two early season predictions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is this... Uh, pitch clock that seems to be very controversial. Players seem to be up and down about it. I have a suspicion it's going to be uh, opened up a little bit time-wise. Mm. Um, I think they're going to start with it the way it is. What it's 15 seconds with no runners on, uh, 20 seconds with runners on, and a batter must be ready to bat with eight seconds left. I don't know. To me, that just feels like you're blazing through the game. <laughs> and they have automatic strikes and balls, too. What's your thought, Burn? Good good for the game? Bad for the game? Going to stay the same? You sound like old man Vickers right now. Uh, no, here's my thing. I just think it needs to be a little longer. <laughs> That's all. I, don't, I actually yeah. don't think it's a bad thing. I think it should be uh, a bit longer. I think you're just... I think you're going the shortest you could go with it. Mm, and 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 maybe it'll get there i just feel like it should be like 25 seconds you know like give it a little bit more time yeah i hear you uh everything i've read everything is basically it feels like mlb is approaching this the right way like i'm giving them i'm giving them a ton of credit on on all the new rule changes it sounds like they're very much like hey we did a year of studying two years of studying we're going with this We'll adjust on the fly if we need to. Like they've already, t- I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they've what already the said is, they're going to start. It. They they've so, said they want to see it in regular games before they extend it or do anything. Right, because there's all these things like like uh, oh, stolen bases are up. You know, whatever it is, like twenty five percent in spring training. It's like, well, it's fucking spring training. Like, what yeah. does that matter? So like, there's a bunch of stuff where it's like, all right, let's see it with the games. Um, so my opinion is basically that is like there's no there's no need to get hot about it yet. Like it's we're gonna like every and everybody will because sports media landscape, you know, oh, we've yeah. gotta talk about something, right? Oh yeah. It's gonna like like let's give it a month. Let's let's wait for the tweaks. And then once the tweaks come out and we give that a month, then let's talk about if we like it or not. Then let's talk about if it's a good thing or not. I'm giving baseball a ton of slack and a ton of credit that I, I think it's the right approach, right? They're not they're not changing the game at all. They're literally just being like, hey, baseball in the 80s and nine, not even the 90s, really the 80s. They're like, base, go back and watch baseball in the 80s. And you can hear this from anybody. They're like, go back and watch baseball in the 80s. It's basically the pitch clock. Batters get up there and re- get oh, ready to bat. Just Pitchers get up there and get ready to pitch. Yeah, it was just more, it was more game. It was the same game in less time in between innings. And it really... The time in between pitches and the time in between action and all that has really, really jumped up. I mean, you and, and I remember it was a, it was a joke at ESPN when I worked there. Was 
Cause, cause so basically the, the big joke when you work at ESPN is that you hate what, what people usually love about sports. You hate about sports. Like you want games to go quickly. You want to get the fuck out of there. Things like oh, you're there as long it, as the game it, is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the big running joke was that you never wanted a Red Sox game or a Yankees game because those two took for fucking ever. And if the Red Sox played the Yankees, you just canceled all your plans for the night. You were like, there will be so much time in between pitches. There will be so many long commercial breaks. It'll take for fucking ever. So, like, yeah, that's I the thing is that I that's what baseball turned into. I don't think baseball, that. again, I'm not anti-speeding it up because it's long. Um, I'm just more, I think you're, I think you're diving in a little too fast, but hey. I haven't really seen it. I've seen it on spring training. And again, yeah. I don't pay enough attention to spring training to call it like I really care. So we'll see, you know, starting what, Thursday. We'll find out how it how it feels. Thursday. That's exciting. Who's opening day? Uh, who is opening day? Let's see. We have... <clears throat> this is, is the amount of prep we do. It's terrible. The 30th. Uh, we do it. Oh, there's everybody's. Wait, are we doing Wednesday? San Francisco Giants at New York. Everybody oh, I think is. it's a big... Oh, yeah, so they're not doing like an opening night. They used no, to do no, an opening it, night. Got, that. We've got a... Oh, that's why. Full, a full docket of games. Let's um, see. We open against... Uh, the Dodgers open against Arizona. Your beloved Baltimore opens against Boston. Orioles are finally going to be good this year. Um... What do we got? Padres against Colorado. These are really weird. It's very boring matchups for opening day. Uh, San Francisco against the Yankees. That's opening day. Wow, that's... That would be interesting. That's interesting. Um, I have to say, I'm not not super pumped on these matchups. They're fun. I'm surprised but. that the Phillies did not get an opening day juicy matchup. What's the, let's see what the night game Phillies is. Phillies against oh, there's not Texas even... on yeah, ESPN. That'll be interesting, and, but I don't know if that's... And the White Sox versus the Astros on ESPN. Like, again, what what did we... White Sox, Astros. Yeah, I don't get the juices flowing. The Mets start against Miami. Whoever did this matchmaking uh, for opening day should... Uh... Yeah, what are, they, what are they doing here? Uh... I guess the best game is probably San Francisco at Yankees. Yeah, I would, I would that, agree. By that would metric. Agree. Yeah, that's super funny. Not a lot of good games. You never... Maybe Toronto at St. Louis? Maybe? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> this, this, is like, a, this is a very weak opening. Uh, yeah, so, somebody at baseball... I just like... You know what it is? Baseball is funny because... It just like... Sometimes it feels like they don't get what makes sports fun you know what i mean they don't get yeah. the like the the spectacle the the showmanship of it like they're just like yeah just like yeah. a bunch of games <laughs> like we'll what? shake up a a thing and pull out names that that looks good that looks yeah good. ryan who would who would your ideal opening day let's let's say you got an opening night like they were doing for what i thought was the last 10 years who would your opening night be two teams and my only caveat is, please don't pick a World Series rematch. Um, no, I would do <clears throat> what I would personally do is let's say two games because I, w- I would do a oh an East Coast and a West Coast. I would do an AL matchup and I would do an NL matchup. I wouldn't oh, mix, great call. right? So great call. I would yeah. do, you know, I would say Yankees and I mean, who else in the AL is supposed to be great? 
Um, Astros are pretty you know, good. So I would do like, yeah, like a Yankees-Astros matchup. Yeah. And then honestly, in the NL, it's going to sound dumb, but with how many moves the Padres made in the offseason, mm-hmm. I would do a Padres-Dodgers matchup. Because you're saying, Dodgers are this powerhouse they've always been. Here's their little brother, as it's always been put, who just went out and went gangbusters. And in my opinion, is going to battle for uh, the top of the division, if not take the top of the division this year. You put them together, like that's exciting baseball. People... People care about that, you know, like people would watch it. You could also put the Mets against someone if you wanted to. You know, you could do the Mets and the Padres if you really wanted to. But I just think finding those battles that are going to come later in the year and -hmm. putting them right away is a, is a, I think, I think, I think, first of all, Ryan, this is why we are not only great friends, but great co hosts because that's word for word the matchups I would have picked, uh, both sides. Um, and I think, to, to phrase it a little more eloquently, it's about establishing storylines. Correct. Because pro, pro sports are all about storylines. There's there's my favorite, one of my favorite quotes of all time, I have no idea who originally invented it, was, pro sports is a random number generator with a storyline attached. And the the problem with baseball is that you're not, it's, it's so long that it's hard to really nail down a narrative that is Person that is interpersonal, right? It's the narrative is Aaron Judge chasing the home run record. The narrative is steroids across the sports. It's hard to be like the narrative is the Dodgers and Padres don't like each other, right? The Yankees and Red like that's when people gave a gave a crap about baseball was the Yankee Red Sox angry rivalry. Oh, that's dude, and the big. the Giants Dodgers is a beautiful rivalry. The Giants, problem Dodgers. is like they just Giants haven't been been great Dodgers have been dominant you know that but yes. uh whatever it was two but, but seasons two years ago, ago when we went season, exactly. 107 games mm-hmm. and that was a like, big deal that that to me and I think you know I look at uh I was looking through divisions I think the Phillies and Mets would be a great matchup because Phillies really went out did some great moves for their team Mets of course are just loading up so that'd be fun yeah, um, no, the, the NL has a lot of really interesting kind of juicy teams. The, I would throw the Braves right in there as well in terms of oh, the absolutely. team that's the Braves did loaded with young stars. Moves. Loaded um, with young stars. The Braves but the are the, so interesting how many great players they got at like below market value contracts. They, they really, someone in their negotiation department is the only way I can phrase it, is earning their money because they just find, they just, they develop these great young prospects and then they just buy out all their arbitration years like immediately. Yeah, they get and, and they get that money. I hope added to their contract. Whoever negotiates these, because they deserve it. <laughs> well, it's just so. It's the way I would run a baseball team. If I were if I were to run a baseball team personally, and if I were to be pro, um, what's the phrase? Pro management. Pro. Wait, Bernie, let me correct you. When you run when a I team. when I own the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, there we go. We'll get it at bargain bin discount. <laughs> when I when I get them at the low low price of one billion dollars, Jesus. Uh, yeah, I would. Oh my God, damn it! Now I just said you just gave me the best. Now I'm just like I should have become a billionaire and bought the Orioles. Yep. That should have yep. been my life goal. We should have. We should have been. <sighs> we can still change our path. We'll get there. It would be so good. It feels a little late to start trying to earn big money now. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, they just like they just they identify these great young players. They play them for like one or two seasons, and then they're just like, "You're great. 
here's here's seven years and they get Ozzy Albies that way they got Acuna that way and they're gonna they're buying them out till age 29 or 30 and at that point the player gets one more big payday at least and the team frankly gets their best years so mm-hmm. it, like I don't know no. it, it seems like a bit of a win-win it's to smart. me probably a little, little bit more win for the ownership but that's that's you know anyway um yeah I totally agree uh kind of a lackluster opening day slate but I agree like those are those are the right Dodgers Dodgers Padres would be the right I mean, matchup. We didn't talk about night. it. We talked about it via text. We'll just touch on it really quickly. Your boy signing uh, the extension after rumors of him opting out at the Manny. end of this season and basically just saying that to leverage a massive contract to keep him in San Diego for what another. I don't Eight or ten like, years, I think. I mean, but that that was always what was going to happen. And he, oh yeah, of course, he knew what he was he, doing. He frankly, you know, we we had an old episode where we talked about the best and worst free agent contracts of all time, Ryan. And you could kind of argue Manny's is right up there with the best free agent contracts of all time because the guy just, I mean, he's been under contract for three or four seasons, and he's been top three in yeah, the MVP I'm, I'm, every year. I'll admit I'm bummed that he re-signed only because, A, I wanted to see what his market was out mm. in the free agency world. And, B, I would love him not on the Padres. I don't care what other team he goes to, but, you know. I like him. I like him a lot. I like him on the Padres. Uh, he brings – because he really – he's honestly the guy – they signed Hosmer the year before him. They signed him. And you could maybe argue Hosmer started it, but he's the guy that brings the winning attitude to the Padres. Yeah, I would argue, and and I know Hos, Hosmer's uh, time there didn't end the way that everybody wanted, and they shit on him and all that. But I would argue he is what brought yeah. <clears throat> the real culture to help change and be the leadership. And then Manny came along, and I think that I would argue too that Manny first couple of years was whatever. And I think he really gained. No, and I mean this. Uh, this is actually a compliment to him. I think that he gained the right mindset and attitude and became a leader in that clubhouse and became, in my opinion, this is the better part of Manny's career in mm. both playing, but as also like maturity. I know that sounds stupid, but I feel like when I watch him now, he takes it seriously and he's doing those things that I used to say he doesn't do. I feel like he is now doing, you know, I, I feel I, like he approaches the game differently. And you can just tell he's a leader in that clubhouse. Like, I know this is, like, the opposite of, of an insider take, but it, it certainly from the outside looking in, it feels like he is the leader in that clubhouse. Manny, this is my olive branch if you want to come on our show. Are we, we're going to be a pro Manny podcast from now on. You know, maybe he'll come on. Maybe he'll come on. So, I nothing <clears throat> more than that. Oh, my God. Um, Literally, I think the NL West is just going to be chaos. I mean, I think you've got your teams that are going to sit at the bottom. Diamondbacks, Rockies. Dude, watch out for the Diamondbacks. They have uh, a nice roster that they're putting together. Do they? Well, I think they've been working on it oh, for a yeah. while, so I wouldn't be surprised if it if it pulls forward. Really, really good young players coming up. And then they signed a couple nice pieces, like Lourdes Gurriel Jr., who's like really, really good. And then um, they're pitching. They're pitching right, maybe, Zach Gallen. Maybe I'm going to eat my words here. What's Zach Gallen might be a top five pitcher in baseball by the end of the season. Top five is generous. Maybe top ten. Do you think see. Giants are going to have any? I'm not hot on the Giants. I think they needed to sign 
an entire offense. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they really did that. And that whole thing with Carlos Correa is hilarious because I think that was a good move for them. And I, I think, think they should have just, for them. you know, swallowed the medicals and been fine with it. But, you know. Yeah, that's that's a previous podcast, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Um, uh, I think Padres are going to be uh, an absolute force to be reckoned with if they click. Um, I love it. It could be one of those things where uh, they don't for a bit. And everybody's like, oh, look at how dumb they are. I think they will at some point, no matter what. And it's going to be scary. Yeah. Uh, I think I think Dodgers won in that division for sure. Padres two, but a good two. I, I still just, I just believe in the organization with the Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be I think interesting. Arizona, I think Arizona three, and I think, they're, I think they have an outside shot at a wild card. It's going to be real interesting. Dodgers are, are trying a lot of young guys and, and trying a different strategy this year. So we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised, <clears throat> and I hate to ever say it, but I wouldn't be surprised if... Somehow Padres squeak in and, and and take number one. Might be, might be, but it's. I mean, if there was going to be a season, it'd be this season. But pe- yeah. people forget because the Dodgers didn't make a lot of big moves this offseason that like they made so many big moves. Like it's like okay, but their core is still Mookie fucking Betts and Freddie fucking Freeman. Like it's yeah. like you have so, two perennial MVP candidates in their you know early thirties, late twenties. I think Mookie's maybe thirty, like thirty one. Like it's that's. It's still an amazing core. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's keep rolling because... Let's roll. Gotta, what are we doing? Predi- full predictions? Division by division predictions? How do you want to do it? Let's just do the quick division really quick here. Central. I mean, that's just such a NL weird... I'm going Cardinals uh, are going to take that division. Um, I'm I'm leaning I'm leaning Brewers, but I do love the Cardinals, and, and as you know, I'm very on record as thinking that the Wilson Contreras free agent move was the best move of free agency, especially for what they got him for. Uh, I think he's one of the best, if not well, he's not the best, but I think he's one of the best catchers in baseball, and I think that's super underrated. People do not talk about that enough about how important it is to have a really good catcher. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going Brewers. Brewers won, but. Uh, God, my heart says Cardinals, and I've always, I've always really liked the Cardinals. I think they're just such a first class organization. They're, they're very I, I think well they always get good players. Very, yeah. very well. East, NL East. <laughs> this is a, a tough one. one. We got Phillies, oh, yeah. Mets, and Braves. That's who are you taking? Phillies, Mets, and Braves. I think. God, is this the year the Mets finally stop tripping on their own dicks? I mean, <laughs> I think, I think you got to go Braves. I, I was just gonna say I'm going Braves. I can't I can't do the Mets. I I feel like you have I know I'm many, with you. <laughs> you have too many variables, especially with your your. Uh, uh, well, the pitching is so old. Is that's the my point and, right and there? Edwin Diaz just, got hurt for the season. You know, uh, you, you're relying on hey two phenomenal pitchers with Scherzer and Verlander, but you're relying on two phenomenal pitchers who are 38 plus yeah, years old. It's, and and Scherzer, every, God, every year I doubt Scherzer. He comes back the next year and he's he's the best pitcher in baseball. But last year he certainly looked like he was starting to enter the kind of Kershaw phase of his career where he's a really That's nice. That's the problem. That's what they're doing. Is they're they're awesome when they're healthy, and they in you it's know just Scherzer's just hitting too to, many things with his neck. Scherzer's forty. Yeah, they're both up there, and and it's, I hey if they stay healthy. Really good chance. I just don't think they will for 162 games. Yeah, I, 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 I don't either. And I think that the, the, I think they'll make the playoffs for sure. Uh, yeah, but oh, yeah. 100%, if we're, 100%. If we're picking division. I'm, I'm picking the Braves. Um, 
but shout out Francisco Lindor, who I, I just I never think he gets enough love. I think he's oh, a yeah, top yeah, five I position agree. player, and just like nobody ever wants to talk about him. I think he's amazing. Uh, AL West. I mean, AL West. I think you're going to say that the Astros are going to reign supreme, but I think he, I'm going. I'm going with my prediction here. Rangers are going to be good this year. Rangers, Rangers that's Rangers a cool are pick. Coming in, uh, I think they're going to come in a close second. That's my. The Rangers are definitely the next. The Rangers are the MLB team on the rise, right? They're spending yeah. money in free agency. They're making, I mean, at least in my amateur opinion, really good draft moves. I love, love, love their draft the past couple of years. Uh, shout out Kumar Rocker, who I think is the fucking man. Um, that's a tough one. Uh, I think you gotta. Similar to the Dodgers, I think you got to stick with the Astros. Yeah, I, I just uh, think they're gonna they they find a way, and I think they will find. And they a way. signed, um, they signed. Uh, uh, oh my God, Jose Abreu, who's a little bit older, but he's just like oh, yeah. Mr. Consistency at first yeah. base. I do, and you know, my heart is with the Mariners. You know, that's 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 the team that I watched last year, and I was like, they are the fun team to watch. Uh, and the Mariners, you know, the young talents coming. I would up, love right? the Mariners to do great. I just, I feel like it could be a one, two, three: Astros, Rangers, Mariners, or a mix of that. A's and Angels. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, you guys aren't. You know, guys nothing, aren't competing. Nothing A's in particular is Las you guys Vegas. Might not even win sixty Las games. Vegas A's. Yeah, um, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Astros, but yeah. with my heart with the Mariners. I don't think, I think Texas, uh, again, maybe playoffs, but I, I don't think they're winning the division. They got Bochy at the helm. Bochy at the helm. Don't forget. Oh, your boy. <laughs> uh, Central. I don't even. I go it's for a bad it, division. Bernie. It's I don't a bad even division. know what to say uh, in the Central here. Fucking flip a coin. Every, everybody loves the Guardians every year. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Twins, and like the reason I'm gonna go Twins is because like. Two years ago, they looked like the like just like a perfectly assembled amazing team, and then last year they just forgot that. Uh, and I'm gonna say between the two seasons, I want to believe that they are the 2021 Twins, not the 2022 Twins. So I'm gonna go Twins. I like I like the pitching move to get Pablo Lopez uh, from the Marlins, who I think is really nice. Uh, they re-signed Correa, who I, I hate him, but he's better than a lot of shortstops and. Byron Buxton, if he can stay healthy, he's he's an MVP candidate. But he just can never stay healthy. They're going to DH him a bunch this year, apparently. Um, I'm just I'm going to go Twins. I'm going to say I choose to believe that they are the 2021 Twins, not the 2022 Twins. I'll go Twins only because uh, my favorite uh, host on Talking Baseball is Trevor Plouffe. So oh, nice. That is, I started. Up. I started listening to that uh, last couple of days, and I was like, "Oh, I, that's a fun show." Yeah, I love listening to those guys, uh, and he is my favorite. Uh, he lives in LA, but you know his heart's in uh, with the Twins. So I'll put my vote. He in had today. like a nice like three week run in his career. <laughs> he like he, there was like three weeks where he was like, "Is Trevor Plouffe the best third baseman in baseball?" And like that was it. <laughs> now he's never it. coming on. Now he's never coming on, Burn. That's Damn it. it. That's it. All right, AL East. The big, uh, the big guns. Here we go. You ready for this? The Orioles. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is a. Uh, I mean, I, I'll just go Yanks. I think you know. Honestly, I think that they'll they'll take it. I think the Rays will always be good. Jays will always be close. I don't think Red Sox are going to do a thing this year. They're done. The Red Sox are out. <laughs> and uh, Orioles, unfortunately, are in the continual, perpetual rebuild. 
Ozer, but maybe next year, yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe next um, year. This is probably going to be my boldest prediction on the show. And it's not super bold. It's like it's like a lukewarm bold. Um, not only am I going Blue Jays this year, Ooh. but I think the Blue Jays are like the big boys in the division for the next three to four years. I think this, this year starts it. I think my like dark horse World Series team is the Blue Jays. I I think it's it's them. I think I think it's their time. Their players are are maturing. They're aging up. Uh, Guerrero Jr. next next five years is his his time in baseball. Uh, and everybody else on that squad. I mean, Bo Bichette and 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 you know, I could just list players' names, but that's boring. Uh, they got the pitching. They've got the relieving. They've got the starting pitching. They've got the relief pitching. They've got the young talent. They got the depth. I I think it's the Blue Jays. I didn't love their offseason moves that they made, but I I think they're coming up, and I think that their home ballpark is ripe for offense. And it's just like I think it's their time. Well, my one of my uh, buddies who we split season tickets with will be pumped to hear that because he is a Jays fan. So, Let's yeah. shout him out. What's his name? Jim. This is for you. This is for you. Jim. With, uh, Bernie's prediction. This is Jim. I'm I'm with you, Blue Jays. Tell there tell Jim are. to listen to this episode. <laughs> tell him about 45 about 45 minutes in you're gonna want to hear it <laughs> I, uh, I stopped telling people to listen to this just because I'm like do you like baseball no not as much as I do well I wouldn't listen so yeah um, it's you know I tell I tell you to listen Bernie um, <laughs> and I don't listen to our hey what did talk. we say last week <laughs> it's like, yeah it's definitely oh I had something funny for this and then I just it just dropped that's okay Oh, people always hit me up because they're like, oh, I heard you and Vickers do a podcast. And I'm like, you don't want it. Yeah, I get that <laughs> like, all the time. And they stuff. say, oh, what do you talk about? And I say, well, it's about baseball. And they're like, oh. And I'm like, y- you won't like it. It's okay. It won't be for you. It, That's, it's, it's it's, okay. You know what, though? I'd rather we do this than we do like a podcast where like, we just talk about life, man. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We, 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 we can do that later. Baseball's more fun. Um, all right, Bern, I have to run, but really quickly before we do, two questions to finish the pod. Please. Otani, being traded before season end, or Angel's going to hold on to him. Part two of the question, uh, hot take, got to be quick, what team is he going to sign with? Part one, the answer is stays with the Angels because they're that dumb. Uh, I agree. I think they're stupid. Does, I think they get a haul and they should trade him, but I agree. Who does he sign with? Uh, it's either – it's going to be the money, right? Because you have to. So it's either going to be the Dodgers or the Mets. And I'm going to guess Mets. I think Steve Cohen is going to outbid everybody by such a number that it's just going to be undeniable. And All especially right. after, especially after he didn't sign Correa, I know everybody's saying like, "Oh, like look, the Dodgers didn't sign anybody because they're saving for Otani," and like every, everybody's saving for Otani. Yeah. I so here's my Cohen is the guy. My prediction of Dodgers move of what they're going to attempt is they're going to attempt a Mookie Betts uh, move mm. where they are going to go to the Angels and they're going to be like, "We will give you all of this." And they will try to trade for him during the season and then sign him to an extension before 
the true offseason. That's my. That's what they will attempt. I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm just saying that's their attempt. I think that would be dumb of them. That's what they'll do. I guaranteed. wouldn't be shocked. You're right. No, I mean like no. That's like a very Dodgers. That is move. their their move. I would I would take a guaranteed however many years I think five more years seven more years of Mookie Betts I would take a guaranteed seven years of Mookie Betts over a half season of Otani and hoping that he stays with you. Yeah, that's what the they've been burned by the last two guys right they traded for. Calling it right now. They didn't keep they didn't keep Machado. They didn't keep Trey Turner. They didn't try for Machado really. They, it was kind of sad. The, but the, the point is that but, but they didn't get Trey Turner. I don't know. Whatever. If, well, if I, Trey, they I know, you know the same bias thing though with Trey. They didn't try with Trey because they knew he wanted an East Coast team, so they were just taking what they had. Yes, but they still gave up the pieces for him, and they still, you know what I mean. Like it's still yeah. it's it's yeah. you talking about giving up Mookie? Eh, yeah. All right. I don't want to extend this On too that long. Note, because but I, Bernie I was late making his coffee, we have to cut this episode. But On let's you, let's Bernie. be. Let's be transparent. We have to cut this episode by 10 whole minutes. <laughs> I know. That's it. But still, 10 minutes of quality time with each You could other. have had 10 more minutes with Ryan and Bernie. I'm sorry, America. Uh, we're back. Uh, we will record next week before I disappear yeah, I'm to done Japan. For I'll, I'll di- disappear to Japan for two weeks. Oh, uh, nice. And then we'll pick back up uh, two weeks into the season. So, Do they have internet in Japan? Do you want to just keep rolling with... It's like I'm a... just kidding. It's like a... Day and a half difference or something, so it would be a be pretty we'll tricky. Be, we'll be back for the start of the season, and then we'll see you a month after that. <laughs> yep, as is right. our custom. Well, it's been a, it's been it's been lovely, Ryan. We're back, season four, baby. We're back. <laughs> going, going, gone, 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 gone. It's a home run. He's going down. Go home. Go home. Go home. Go home. Peace out.